Yeah. You want to say something to the mic? What's up? You know we're recording, right? Oh, we're recording? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't tell me? Nah, didn't I tell just want to shock you. I just want to surprise you. <laughs> you know, I just... Oh my fault! I can't say that. I can't say that. Yeah, I, nah, you know, I nah, gotta restrict. Right. My, <laughs> I gotta restrict myself. From saying. Need my quote. Leave me alone. It ain't rope tails. No, my foes won't condone, but the hoes will. I got more or whatever niggas won't play. I got dope party. Yeah, call my phone player. Need my quote. Leave me alone. It ain't rope tails. No, my foes won't condone, but the hoes Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Episode one, the What Up Bro podcast. This is Broderick, alongside. This is Sean, six foot, brown eyes. Lord, have mercy. Episode one, (laughs) trying to lay out the Tinder account already. (laughs) You know, you got to, oh, you got to shoot your shot, bro. I told you, I'm about to get on black people meet. It's already, we're already starting out with him trying to say uh, that he wants every woman in the world to come see him. Uh, <laughs> That's funny Anyway, this is episode one of the What Up Bro podcast uh, Brought to you live from North Carolina Stand up, that's where I'm from Sean I'm from Harlem, you know, big facts um, Big Harlem Oh god, here we go Keep going, go ahead and take nah, it Go ahead and get it all Harlem. out Because I know, I know there's more big, that you're trying to get off It's big Harlem You, you shit me in Harlem, New York Stand up, always, always, always and it's that big sigma. You bugging. Oh, Lord, here we go. It's that blue. That five. That woo, woo. <laughs> That's my I'll be honest with you. That's that's been that between that and that 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 Instagram the Instagram reel. Oh, bitch, you got a good job. Dude, she's doing a, that shit is mad funny to me. It's it's literally stuck in my head. I can't help it. I don't understand why. And first off, let me say that you had me watching a real stupid movie before we came on air. It wasn't tag. stupid. Why in the tag world do you have me watching these dumb movies like but, Tag? Okay, first of all, just because your ass didn't have a childhood don't mean that... I know, I had a great childhood. Very, that, very good one. you telling me if you could keep a, a lifelong game going on with some of your best friends in your life... But I'm not going to go overboard about playing it. What? Is that My the, man's ended up in the hospital. Well, he that was, that was tag. the movie. That was the movie. I don't think the dude really had cancer Whoa, or, what, or whatever okay. it was. No. It, well, he may have had cancer. I don't, I don't I, know. Because we had, had put I it on mute. Something. But at the same time, like the fact that he did the whole... Chris Benoit flying headbutt onto Buddy at his wedding? Like, yeah. that's crazy. Are you kidding me? I would love that. Somebody somebody catch me. Gotcha. Look, congrats, bro. You're it. <laughs> like, I would love that. I would love that. To, you, have, you that have, going, that. to have that lifelong game going on. That with, sounds like chaos because in one of the videos, it looked like he was about to get hit by a car. Bro, bro I mean, you don't got to play it forever. I mean, not forever, but it's like one day, I think, out of the year. Or whatever they have a day to tag somebody, or then that person's it for the rest. So of the imagine year. having a day where you're saying, "Yo, I gotta take off work." <laughs> 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 like explain, explaining to your wife, "Yo, I gotta take off of work in order for to us fly to fly to Oakland, <laughs> right? Fly to this place where all my friends live, so we can play tag for a day." That's your wife mad. gonna look at you like, "Dude, are you serious?" 
And my wife would love that and understand, like, yo, I know my wife would be happy and be like, yeah, this motherfucker finally out the house. Thank you, Jesus. He been talking about this shit for the past week. Oh, Lord, have mercy. But uh, speaking of movies that are kind of kind of dumb, so guess what me and my girl watched last night? What did you guys watch? We watched Belly. It's not a dumb movie. Rest in peace, DMX. First Big off, Fox, rest in peace. Rest in peace. X. Um, but it's, <laughs> it didn't age very well. It aged pretty poorly. Like, there was some scenes in this movie where I was just like, ooh, this, that's problematic. Like, the idea that, so, uh, Bundy, uh, DMX's character, yeah, in the movie, he is... I watched this. I forgot. It's been a while. Yes. And that was the funny part was, and I'm going to get back to my point in a second. The funny part is I had watched it before. I, had, I mean, it's, it's a classic. I've seen it so many times. Yeah. But, like, going through it. And my girlfriend was like asking me, like, yo, what's going on? What's going because on? She's uncultured as hell. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> but she's asking no me, but she's asking me what's going on. And like, and I'm thinking, like, well, what is going on? Like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> like, she was asking, was like, well, who's Method Man? Like, what is this connection? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, he, I just know that he had some issues with, with uh, DMX. That's all I remember. But that movie. But back to my point, that movie aged poorly because there's a part where DMX is having sexual. Uh, he's getting receiving oral sex from a from a 16 year old girl. What the fuck? Yeah, and his whole thing was, and his his wife or his girl Keisha called him with the, like texting the girl or actually you got a page from the girl. You ain't heard that in a long time. A page? I haven't. No, actually, ironic enough, if you ever call my father. Sidebar: If you ever call my father and he doesn't answer, and he leave, and you leave a voicemail, he says, "Hey, this is Dave. You can. I'm not here right now. You can hit me on the hip." And I'm like, and we be looking at this motherfucker like, bro, I don't even want to leave your voicemail now because you telling me to hit you on the hip, bro. If you still got a pager in 2021, I will shoot you personally. <laughs> pages are retro. There's nothing wrong with a pager. Pages always no. get it done. Hell no. Page, pages is if, if you hoeing. He ain't hoeing no more. He he, 31 years in that marriage. But the real problem is you get a page now. Like, unless you have a cell phone on hand, how you going to call? Ain't no pay phones around anymore. Yes, it is. Well, in New York, there are. Yeah, there's none down here. I haven't not, seen a pay phone in years. God. Yeah, not not down here, but they're up in New York. I know that. Well, that's because you walk everywhere. But no, the funny thing is New York then got digitized with the... Uh, with the uh, like, you could charge your phone, your cell phone, and one of them, and still make a call out from it. But do you really want to plug your phone up to like something involving the city? Uh, shit, if you if you on two percent and you gotta go somewhere, I yeah. But next thing you know, the city got all your information. They and already they got all your crib. information. They already tracking you, Broderick. They already tracking. I, I don't trust that. I, I don't, I don't plug that. my phone up in public places. I'm the, sorry. The Not mo- unless it's on my uh, cord and I can see exactly where the outlet is going to. The moment, the moment you you purchase a phone or whatever you do your payments with the phone, and you say location, bro, it's over. They already tracking you. But still, like I feel like with that tracking, it still doesn't make it right. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's never right, but of course that's their way of keeping track with people. You but think? you still want to minimize it as much as possible. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm not out here going because I charge my phone through the call. I don't never like when I get in the crib. I don't even plug unless I've been on Facetime. I don't charge my phone in the house. I charge it in the car because I plug up my phone. So why is that? That's in, that's interesting. I've never heard anyone say that before. Why? Why is that? I don't know because I don't. I'm just one. Like I'm, I'll never leave my phone charging overnight. Like it's just one of those situations. I'm paranoid as hell. Like it was Paranoid a girl. About what? It was a girl that um 
she she plugged up her phone and uh she left it there to charge and she slept with the, either she slept with the phone under her pillow or she left it there to charge whatever it was the phone blew up and it killed her well that's the problem she slept with she slept with the pillow or she excuse me she slept with the phone under the pillow that's the problem yeah but i just I, i've been paranoid ever since so i i would literally like i unless like i fall asleep on by accident or like it's one night I just come in, I'm lit, my phone is on twenty percent and I don't wanna come wake up and it's dead and I fall asleep. That's the only time I'll like probably leave it there and just forget when I wake up, like, oh snap, I left it there. That's crazy. Like you you're gonna wake up in the morning, your phone's gonna be dead and you're gonna realize that oh I have a big day ahead of me, but now I have to sit and hope that my phone works. Yeah, no, I I no, I charge my phone. I mean, I have a thirty minute, probably thirty minute th- 45 minute drive but like, i'm saying what if there's a situation where you're not the person driving or you're in a situation where you don't have a plug-in for your phone well if i know i'm not going to be driving then that's a situation where i'll charge my phone i'll charge my phone uh in the crib but if i'm most majority of the time i'm driving i haven't been in a passenger seat in so damn long so you got see tell the people that how long ago have you uh had your license how long have you had your license it's been about what two three years now Okay, let me rephrase that. How long have you had a, a vehicle? Oh, I've had a vehicle for about six, five, no, about four or five months now. Changed your life, didn't it? Um, It did in a sense, absolutely, because now I'm like, damn, I go places. I'm like, shit, I can leave whenever my car outside. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, yeah, bro. They'd they be like, yo, you tired? Yeah, bro, I'm going to holler at y'all a little later. I'm about to hit the whip. Yeah, see, people don't understand, because I say this all the time. If I'm going somewhere... I will always, like, if it's somewhere where I know I'm going to get tired and frustrated while I'm there, I'm out. Like, I will drive myself there so that way I can drive myself home. So I don't have to rely on other people because I, that's like the biggest pet peeve of mine is relying on other people, like, for transportation. I literally hate it at this point. Oh, yeah. Trust and believe. Why you think I hated it at A&T when people was like, they was like, yo, you can just ask and, what, 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 what you going, when people was like, yo, I, I hated it. Oh, I hate it. Yo, can you, can you drive me to... But my like my uncle and stuff like that, they would look out, but I just hate it. Be like, hey, you gotta go to Walmart. Yeah, I gotta go to Walmart. Yes, <laughs> yes, I understand <laughs> I, that. Cause see, I was the person on campus with a car, so yeah. people, you know, people would be like, oh, can you take me here? People, they're like, yo, I don't know you. Why are you asking me? Can I can I drop you off somewhere? Oh, absolutely. Like, where where am I going? Like, are you taking me where? You taking me to the hood? Cause I, I don't want to go there. Yeah, no, it was, I don't want to go on the other side of Greensboro. I don't want to go to Salem. I, uh, 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 nah, I don't want to go down there. It's funny because we used to go. We used to have like little late night um, Walmart trips with. Uh, Destiny used to drive us, and she she would drive me and Keys pick us up, and which like we would just go to Walmart like what it'd be like eleven twelve o'clock because you know Walmart stay open all night so it'd be like ten eleven not even that it'd be sometimes like twelve, and we'll go in there get some shit, and then Keys would get his wine or his oh his no 12 I, crimes. I, right because I remember there's plenty of stories in first and before we keep going with these stories, when you say auntie, let everybody know. Oh, Big Aggie Pride. Right. Big Aggie Pride. Big Aggie Pride. North uh, Carolina A&T. Exactly. Nah, no, no Alabama A&T, Texas and nah, none of that. Nope. Aggie nope. Pride. Exactly. G-Ho, the best homecoming on the planet. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So now, <laughs> now that we that got we that clarified. out of the way. Right. Now that we got that out of the way, because I feel like that's going to become like a every episode thing where it's like, we're going to have to get that shit off every episode. I got more or whatever niggas want. I got dope party, yeah, go. 
So, Sean, I got a question for you. What is your question? What's up with your teams? Let's not fucking talk about these goddamn teams. <laughs> so, because the fact that I was upset Portland and Denver played each other. I was trying my hardest to get one of them to not play. Yeah, which is odd, which I, for the life of me, will never understand why you like Portland and Denver. Of all the teams in the league, you picked like two of the most who the fuck cares teams in the league. It's because I was originally a Mellow fan. Like, I love Mellow. I love Mellow to death. When he was in Denver, and I was when, and like me and my brother used to go at it at 2K. Like, I remember straight like that. Like, he would, he would play me with two teams Milwaukee, when they had Monte Ellis and Brent BJ on the team, and that's Brandon Jennings. Um, when they had them, Corey McGetty. You gonna Elizabeth get Brandon Sova. Jennings out of all the names? Yeah. <laughs> you gonna give him the nickname? All right. Yeah. Uh, Corey McGetty. And shout out to him too, because I actually do like. I, he was nice, but Ooh, Corey McGetty. No, no, Brandon Jennings. Oh. <laughs> but the fact that out of all the players you named, he was the one that was like, "Oh, I'm gonna give him the nickname." I love, I love Brandon Jennings. But my brother used to go off with those two, so I used to play him with Denver, and Denver was like my. It was, it was J.R. Smith, Melo, and Chauncey Billups. Boop, 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 Billups. My son was big shot. <laughs> you think he's a Hall of Famer? Who? Chauncey Billups? Yeah. Of course. Without a shadow of a doubt. He has an NBA championship. He's what? He's a, if I'm not mistaken, he's a leader in a stat in Detroit. Mm. He has a great three-point percentage. He's a great team leader. Are you kidding me? That, that Pistons team doesn't win the ring without him. They don't win a ring without him. But a Hall of Famer? He's not you so you giving him so you gonna tell me he's not a Hall of Famer? It's debatable on both sides. Get the hell out of here. That's like that's like asking is is Ben Wallace a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but I think Rasheed Wallace a Hall of Famer? Oh, hell yeah. She's a Hall exactly, of Famer. Exactly, and that's biased as hell. You, How is that biased? Because Rasheed Wallace is in North Carolina. Yes, but Rasheed Wallace was nice. Like, you hear anybody talk about Rasheed Wallace, they'll let you know real quick. And Chauncey oh, nah, Billups. He was crazy. And Chauncey Billups was nice. I mean, so, so we're discounting all the things outside of Detroit before he got to Detroit. Because before he got to Detroit, he was kind of... Nah, nah, nah. He, we was, talking he about, was like a role player. We, yeah, no, he was. But we're talking about everything pretty much from after Detroit on after. Yeah, but even still, you got to think. New York, he was killing. In Denver, he, he was a dog. He wasn't killing in New York. In, in Denver, he was a dog. Yes, but that was a year and a half. I don't care. Maybe. It was still. But was by still that point, he was, he was done because his run was from like 03 to like 2010. By that point, 2010, he was done. Regardless of the fact, those are the best seven years he gave. And he... He did what a lot of your Hall of Famers right now have never done. Win a ring. Oh, here we go. Please I'm, don't 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 be that person. Don't be the person to say that rings are the be all end all when it comes to basketball and sports in general, because it's really, really not. Because at the end of the day it's a team game. Now I can see if you're talking about golf or tennis. I'm but never gonna talk to you football, about golf or tennis. Not baseball, to discredit team them. sports. Not to discredit them as sports, but I'm never going to because they never interest me. But my interest me because somebody's gonna be like, "Oh my god!" I mean, but I'm, could, I'm talking about the argument because you're talking about championships. That only bro, matters if you're an individual that, sport. They don't win it without them. They don't go that far in the playoffs without them. Chauncey Billups is, a, is an all-time great point guard. 
He's a. Oh, I'm not saying. But he's I'm in the not top even 10, talking. At this point, I'm not even talking about him. You said that he has one thing that a lot of these other Hall of Famers don't, which is that, ring. That goes which, into which is a ring. That goes into accomplishments. And what sometimes. I'm saying is, is that a ring is not the be all end all to dictate how good of a player you are, and that's in any team sport. It's not because people love to use that until it's like, well, if that's the case, Bill Russell's there's nobody touching Bill Russell. But people will immediately oh, always make all these excuses about all this one as many teams and da da da. Well, we're just talking about rings, right? Nah, I'm not saying the ring is what. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> the ring. Sorry, Vinny stretching. <laughs> nah, Vinny started limping. That's what it was. Vinny started. He just he had back. to stretch because he just woke up and he just had to stretch. <laughs> but. <laughs> and yes, Vinny's my dog. Y'all are gonna hear his name a lot, so I just want to go ahead and let y'all know that. Absolutely. As he is gonna be sitting in on the podcast, and every now and again, he will make his uh, voice be heard. But continue, Sean. Sorry. <laughs> but you have to realize that. Um, damn, I forgot what we was talking about because Vinny Vinny stretching through the <laughs> through my home track off. And see now he's looking at you like, what? What is he laughing? Why? Why is he laughing Vinny, at me? Vinny, nah, Vinny, you you a funny motherfucker. You know that. Don't look at me. I know you know your damn name. Don't look over here. But, okay, so back to your team. And, bro, and he was the final. I didn't even realize he was the finals MVP. You want to go through the list of finals MVP? Yes. Pull up the list. Let's go through the list. Oh, we're not going to go down that Go through the list. Oh, my God. (sighs) Let's go through the list. So you have LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Tim Duncan, Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal. No, I want an actual list, not the old Google just letting you know the most famous names. I don't know who the hell is. I don't know who the hell um, Moses. Oh, and I do know who Moses. All right. See, okay. See, you don't even know. But you don't. You talk about you don't know who these people are. But then, okay, no, they're going down. Pete Maravich. All of a sudden, they're going down. They're going down the years. Okay, your your idol. Okay, so 2019 Kawhi Leonard, 2018 KD, 2017 KD, 2016 LeBron, 2015 Iguodala. Is he a Hall of Famer? Uh, Iguodala? Yes. I think he'll probably end up going in there eventually. But is he a Hall of Famer? Um. I think eventually he'll go in there. I'm not saying... But in your heart of hearts, do you believe that he is a Hall of Famer? I genuinely do. Cap! I do. Cap! You and took too long slight, to answer the question. Slightly, that's cap. That's slightly Big biased. Cap. How is that biased? Because he played in Denver. Oh, get the fuck out of here. But fuck him cap. too because he left Denver that's to go cap. to Golden State. That's Cap. He's not a Hall of Famer. All right, keep going down the list. Damn, you cut me off on the damn list. So, 2014 Kawhi, 2013 LeBron, 2012 Braun, 11 Dirk, 10 Kobe, 9 Kobe, 8 Paul Pierce, 7 2007 Tony Parker, 2006 Dwayne Wade, 2005 Tim Duncan, 2004 Big Shot Billups, 2003 Tim Duncan, 2002, 2001, and 2000 were all Shaquille O'Neal. Shout out to him. That you want to go down? You do you want to go even? Damn, Joe Dumars was a damn Finals MVP. 
Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> wow. So, okay. So, he's not. So, would you say he's a Hall of Famer? Joe Dumar? Yeah. Yes. Well, no. He's actually in the Hall of Fame. He but is do you in believe the Hall that of he fame. deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Okay. But. I, I don't know. I Billups is an interesting case for me because I feel like he's one of those people that. He's an unforgettable name, but that doesn't. But he's not a Hall of Famer. Um. Yeah. He, no. He is a very. I don't want to say he's forgettable because you know you don't want to. Well, say no, no, no. I don't. I'm not saying forgettable. I mean, he's a name that will always be remembered because he was Finals MVP, but not necessarily meaning him being a Hall of Famer. Also, shout out to Kobe. I'm sorry. I, I went right over Kobe's name and didn't say RIP. I'm sorry, Kobe. Yes, God rest the dead. Yes, that's that's just still a little sour to me. I remember that day. I was on a plane. Um, I I had traveled on my first flight to Chicago, and um, I just I was coming back to the city. And next thing you know, I turned on the I t- you know you turn off your phone on airplane mode or whatever, bro. Next thing you know, I turn on the first thing. Bleacher Report says Kobe Bryant died. I get get the fuck out of it, bro. I never wanted to throw my phone so damn far across people. Then. Then I was like, nah, this ain't real. Then, then the text messages started flowing in, like, nah, this is this this is real. Like, he he's really gone. Then it started popping up, like, yo, his daughter was with him. Then it would popped up, like, other people was with him. I'm like, oh my god, rest in peace to those other souls. That, yes, you yes, know, passed away in that. Gone but, but never forgotten. Big facts. It, it, but it hurt me, bro. I started crying on the plane, and I know the lady. I think we all cried. Yeah, I think the lady I was sitting next to was like, yo, why is this big motherfucker crying? <laughs> I know she was looking like, where's where's the tears coming from? Yeah, but once she realized that Kobe died, then it's like, all right, now it makes sense why he's crying. Nah, yeah, nah. It, it had the click, but you know, certain people just be like, hmm, that's cool. Yeah, but those people don't get it, and we don't worry about those people. Yeah, no, screw those people. But it, it really was like one of those distraught moments. I was sitting there, and I don't know about you, but, well, I love Kobe anyway, but, well, I know you love Kobe, but I, um... I really found myself looking at more his uh his videos and his motivation and his you know what what pushes him and what feeds him and I have a question for you. What does Mamba mentality mean to you? Um I think that it means something um I think it just means like a drive uh spirit that just doesn't allow you to give up on whatever it is that you're doing. To follow it through no matter how bad you may look at first but you see it through you finish it out you work hard you in a way you kind of obsess over it and you make sure that you get it done no matter what it is and once you get it done you you get it done and you make sure everybody knows that you get it done in your own way and then uh you talk your shit pretty much so that to me that's what it means it's always just getting it done make sure you're getting it done and don't give it, you know, never giving up on stuff. Okay. Do you feel like it's it's healthy to be? Ooh, excuse me. But do you feel like it's healthy to be obsessed over a goal, to be so fixated on achieving something in your life, or is it? That is that you know like something you need to focus on. Is that mentally? Do you think it's mentally healthy, or do you think like it's just like something that can be detrimental to you? What to obsess over something? To obsess over something. Yes. Absolutely. No, I mean it depends on what it is. Like if you're obsessing over, over like 
coke or crack or something like drugs like then yeah maybe that's not the best thing but if you're obsessing over something that you know you're passionate about that you feel like you can make money with and that you can live your life with and do your thing with then there's nothing wrong with that i feel like a lot of times people will get into things and say it's their passion but not obsess over it and not feel like i gotta study it constantly like when you know what you want to do you constantly studying it like you constantly gotta make it happen like you constantly listening ear, yeah, paying attention taking notes from the people that you admire in that field okay i understand that that that's um i think it's a it's a it's a double double like it's 50 50 it's healthy because it drives you it makes it gives you something that you wake up every morning to go towards and strive towards but at the same time i feel like being obsessed and fixated on a goal is sometimes a little detrimental because then you become you become such a a, a critic of it and you become hey I, it has to be like this it has to be perfect i have to be so detailed and so to the t but it's like life is not going to allow you to but get if it you to the look t. at but if but if you look at some of the greatest you know we talk about some of the greatest producers constantly you're being told that they're perfection. Someone like Dr. Dre. Like, Dr. Dre is a perfectionist. Now, it's to his detriment because he doesn't put out music. And people, you know, think, well, you know, why isn't stuff like Detox coming out and all that? That's because, well, everything I've heard, it seems as if he heard it and was like, "Mm, that's not good enough. That's not to the standard that I place on myself. And some people can say that, well, that's to his detriment because people have anticipated that the album so long and have wanted it but then others can be like well nah he understands that that standard for himself is high and that he needs to make sure he meets that standard at all times so that's why you obsess over something so you can make sure you constantly meet that standard because kobe obsessed over basketball to where he you know he had to be the greatest right and he he had to be the greatest now whether you want to call him the greatest or not i mean everybody has their opinions on that big facts but at the same time, you have to, I think it's universal to respect his drive, his will, his spirit, as far as just not giving up his obsession with working on the game, his obsession with being great at the game. I don't even, I'm not even going to just say the game. It wouldn't, the game, just not even life. just the game of basketball, right? The game of life. Yeah. Because for him to be someone that, you know, took the basketball thing to turn it into the business thing yeah. and do the dad thing. Yeah. Because that's probably like the biggest legacy, you know, the most understated legacy, you know, that he has is him as a dad. Uh, the idea yeah. that he started a whole hashtag girl dad. Right. The fact that he was him and, you know, his daughter got rest his soul also, Gigi. Big facts. RIP. Was gonna try to change, you know, make that woman's game more mainstream because, you know, a lot of people don't like to watch women's basketball. I personally I can watch women's basketball. I like women's basketball. It has a place to me. I I, I love their their talent and their uh, their play, I just I, it's never. I'm one of those people that I want to see people dunk. I want to yeah. See, see that, that 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 stuff doesn't matter to me. To me, I I like the game. I like to watch the game. So a lot of them women, you be surprised. Some of them women are a whole nah, lot more nice. skilled than the no, men. They're like they're nice. Like they got to be a whole. I'm not gonna say like they're more skilled than some of the men or a lot of the men, but like they have to kind of be more skilled at the game absolutely but i think the problem 
is, is because I was reading uh, something. It was just like, oh, you, we don't get paid as much as, you know, the men athletes and stuff like that. And it's because, well, obviously, one, the NBA generates so much damn revenue. You have never had a woman come out of, you know, like the college or whatever that generated as much buzz as uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, but they're not marketed the same way either. Absolutely. But it's because of the skill level as well. You're talking about men that are growing to be 6'8", 6'7", running you know, up and down a court, but dunking, that's, and but that's not skill. That's, ath- that's there's athleticism. That's skill, yes, but there's absolutely. a level of athleticism to it. Absolutely. That, I mean, because you you can watch if you like basketball, you may want to watch high school basketball. Well, not every high school you're gonna have I'm people just sure dunking and doing. But I'm just saying in general, like <laughs> not every high school team is gonna have someone that's running and dunking and doing all that. Same thing with college team. Not every college team is gonna have that either. But if you're a fan of the game, if you like basketball and you you like the art of it, you know you you'll tolerate. Any of that, you'll tolerate not having dunks and all that stuff. Absolutely, I um, I just I don't know. I, I I like watching NBA basketball for the simple fact that like you remind me of something that I that I'm trying to do. I want to I want to be like I can touch rim, like I can grab rim, but me finishing that's a different ball game. Me windmill that's a different ball game. I'm not gonna be up there hanging for that long, but. I'm not worried about dunking. I'm not worried about all, any of that at this point. Like as long as I can get out there and play, run up down the court, that's what makes me feel good. But the problem is I just don't do it enough. <laughs> yeah, cause your ass ain't conditioned. Your ass ain't running. But but still, like the, I mean, the last time I got on the court, played, I could just feel it was like I, I could yeah, tell I hadn't you played was breathing it hard as hell. But I'm not talking about. I'm not. I'm not even talking about the conditioning because the condition that'll come when you play a lot. I'm just saying like the instinct of the game. Like there were certain things I was doing, I'm thinking like. Like, damn, like, in my mind, I wanted to do it, but I was like, shit, I, it ain't happening for me. I mean, that, that comes with, you know, practicing and, you know, Right, practice. that's what happens we when you don't play practice. the game. We talking about practice. Oh, uh, uh, no, we're not doing that. That, spe- that speech is not, we're not going to make fun of that speech. That speech was very serious if you watched the Iverson doc. And I respect <laughs> Iverson. I love Iverson. Iverson's one of the goats. It's crazy because they were talking about it, and it was like, yo, and he was like, yo, I'm not practicing because I don't want to hurt y'all feelings. I don't want to practice because I hurt y'all feelings. Bro, he, like, what you calling? He, I, I think he talked about it, but Lou Will had a whole different perception on it. But What? I, no, Iverson's whole thing. Iverson was having a breakdown. His friend died. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying when he, when he actually did practice, he ended up putting up like 50 on... He ended up putting up like fifty on Lou. <laughs> but that's like, what that's what great players do. They they go to practice and they test their skills. Yeah, but you and test- they they make their teammates better. That's why there's video. Kobe's talking about what when it was when the Lakers was sucking for real and he was in practice. He's like, man, practice supposed to be to make me better, and y'all motherfuckers ain't doing shit for me. I'm just here. I I know I know where my level is at, but are y'all gonna come meet me at my level? But that's like that's like something that you should expect in life with all the people that you keep around. Absolutely. I think, you know, personally, like I hold everybody to a, a pedestal, you know, especially people that I, um, you know, associate with. I hold them to a pedestal because I want to see y'all get better. I want to see y'all eat. You know, I want to I want to celebrate y'all wins just as much as I will hope that y'all celebrate mine. You know, that's that's big to me. Um, I feel like that's not a, that doesn't happen enough. I feel like people you know, by all means, they, they automatically, all right, cool, bet. You had your win. Where's mine? That's cool. We're not going to celebrate you. I'm yeah, worried about sure mine. That's true. I agree. 
That's I'm worried about mine. I'm worried about getting mine. And that I guess that's the selfish. So what do you say to people that that think that way? Grow the fuck up. Grow okay. the fuck okay. up. Um, if you truly, truly, you have to. You know, I I I, I listen to somebody say you have to feel it like you have to look celebrate everybody else's win be that person be, look just because it's not dick riding because you like yo my man just da 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 da, da. my man just what motherfuckers love yeah the- first off dick riding is the most stupidest concept to me like yo as men as brothers we should be able to show love to each other we should be able to express ourselves to each other if we think a homeboy's wearing nice shoes, damn it, tell him he's wearing some nice shoes. Don't oh, feel, yeah. don't I feel like you sure. got like you fit look soft. It's like no, if, if buddy's wearing the the jays, the, the jays you want, say yo, bro, them shits is fire. I wish I could have them. Hell yeah, bro, I did that show. I was, show that man some love. I did that show. I was in the club one time. Like homie was homie was uh, he was wearing some Kobe's. He was wearing some hot top Kobe's. You know how much I want them damn Black History Month Kobe's. And I was like, yo, bro. I was like, yo, them shits is fire. He was like, bro, good looking, bro. Appreciate it. Bro, I swear to God, you want to see somebody put a, a compliment or you want to see somebody like start feeling themselves and walk a little different? Tell somebody, yo, I like that. Yo, I like your hair. You look, you. Well, women, no, women are a little different because women hear that shit all the time. Yeah, so but yeah, like, women hear that from other women. They hear that from men. Men, yeah. we don't hear the same. We don't hear we don't the same hear level of compliments. Like, usually, if we hear a compliment, it's from someone like in our family or. Or like someone that we like real close with, like oh, but you you not gonna hear you not gonna hear too many like, yeah, they be like yo, what? and then it'd be funny because then it be you know people that be real like uptight they be like yo, why this dude complimenting me? Like, he he looking at me? Why he looking at me? So yeah, like nah. bro, I don't Come bro, on, I'm not I'm not messing with you, bro. I don't mess with you like, like that. yo, the hoodie's nice. Yeah, bro, that, that shit fire, bro. Where you find that at? Where you get that from? Right. Can I afford it? Can you tell me if, if, <laughs> if it's in my tax bracket, please? Because <laughs> if I hit, if I see, look, bro, I was on, um, what was it? Just Dawn, Just Dawn, the uh, the shorts, the basketball shorts. You, you know, you know, good and damn well, <laughs> we can't afford it. Oh, I'm, I, no, no, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a bougie bitch when it comes to certain things. I'm gonna be oh, honest with you. I'm a little, I'm a little bougie. And I was on there, bro. I was on there one day. I looked at the pair. I was like, oh, "These are fire!" Mind you, I didn't look at the price. Never looked oh, at the, the price. Oh, the price was like seven fifty. <laughs> Never looked at the price. And that's seven hundred and fifty dollars, ladies and gentlemen. I said, "Bro, I, <laughs> bro, I never looked at, I never looked at like a pair of shorts and yo and just like closed. I, bro, I turned the whole computer off after that shit. <laughs> after closing, bro, I was on the computer and it just said seven fifty. I said. Nah, you lying. Hold on. Nah, nah, nah. Let me just reload the page. Let me refresh the page. Make sure. So, when is the last time you made a purchase like that where you saw, you looked at the price and was like, is it really worth it? But you was like, fucking, I'm going to just get it. I'm going to just get it. Um, The PS5. Ooh. The PS5. But I, I feel like that's different because that's one of those things where it's like if you had a chance to get it, you just had to hop on it. Because if not, you you may have not gotten it for another five years. Yeah, no, absolutely. But you know the problem is is that so many people don't have access to it, and so people so many people true, can't true. get it. So when all your peoples aren't you know on it, the same people that you was playing like uh, you was playing on the PS4, but they don't have it. You like yo, all right. And then on top of that, when two K is the only game you play and that shit sucks, mm-hmm. you like. Bro, what the fuck? Yes, by the way, 2K does stink. Y'all need to get your game together, please, because <laughs> your game isn't that good anymore. That game sucks now. 
it's it's a running joke at this point, and the joke's not funny. I'm be honest with you, I could wipe my ass and come up with better shit than that. Exactly, and and that game is unplayable, and until the game is playable, I refuse to play it. <laughs> even though I may just play it just to see if it's still because <laughs> you're that bored. <laughs> but be honest with you, like my TV, my TV, I haven't even plugged into the internet. I use my PlayStation for my streaming services. That's oh, what pretty I, much. Yeah, yeah, I just watch movies on this store at this point. Yeah, and that's that was like the craziest shit to me. Which also, actually, I was on Netflix the other day, and they um, shout out to Keys. They added his uh his yeah, favorite. Yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to him. Big he, facts. He's basically gonna come home. He gonna get his. He gonna get the job right. Next thing you know, he gonna be pulling up in the in the charger too. He gonna yeah yeah y'all army the army motherfuckers love, right. they love a good charger look a charger challenge or Camaro yep, like yep. it's he one, of those one of them. <laughs> it's never in between. <laughs> he gonna pull up in one of them for he, sure. Oh hell yeah, big facts. I got more or whatever. I got something for you. I got something for you. Yo, what's your thoughts on interracial relationships? Is a yo crazy? Nah, we was having we was having a talk. We well, you tell give me your thoughts first, okay. and then I'll give you mine. No, so we were having a talk, and which I was talking to some 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 shorty or whatever, like you know, just like just having a random conversation, mm-hmm. not even like on some flirting shit. I got you. And we were talking, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I, I like white." She was like, "Uh, uh-uh, I like a little, a little chocolate in my my Oreo. I mean, a little, a little vanilla in my Oreo." I was like, "Huh?" I had to scratch my head for. I was like, "Sis, what?" She was like, "Yeah, them white dudes." I'm like, "You talking about? You you talking about my son Vanilla Ice?" She was like, "Yeah." So, so she's a swirler. Yeah, that's what they're called. She, yeah, no, she's 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 in the swirl. But I was like, "Yo, what's crazy and what's so crazy to me is that women will go." Women will go to a white dude and be like, bro, no issues whatsoever. Never get talked shit about. First thing a woman going to say is, I need to find me a white dude because maybe they're going to love me right. You know, these black dudes ain't doing it. Whatever. Boom. But as soon as a dude goes for a, a white woman, oh, my God, he's the Antichrist. Oh, my God, he did this. He did that. Like, sis, why is it bothering you? I'm not fucking with you just because I'm not fucking with you. She loved me a little better than you did. I'm sorry. I think. I'm sorry, Shaniqua. What? Really? I, I'm sorry. Really? I, listen, come I on, said it. Come on. I we can't. What you not want me? Shaniqua. Come yeah, on, man. I, oh, my. What? Shanane? You want no, me to go yeah, Shanane? You, you want me to go even? Uh, <laughs> like, what? I'm that's, sorry. That's a real stereotypical name. You could have you could have picked any name, and it could have been a I black. I tried woman. to go with the blackest name I could think about. Like, what did oh, you want me to say, Rebecca? What you want to say, Becky with the good hair? No, <laughs> I ain't say that. Every time somebody say that, I think of Matt. <laughs> I was watching, I was watching Matt Bars the other day on TV, and out of my first thought, he was like looking at somebody and smirking. My first thought was, look at old Becky with the good hair. I hate Matt Barnes. <laughs> Shout out to Kwame Brown. Shout out to Kwame Brown. In fact. Oh, no, no. Kwame Brown. Shout out to Kwame Brown. Oh, fuck Kwame Brown. Don't talk about Kwame Brown. Like, fuck, screw him. Kwame Brown is hilarious. He's Kwame Brown, actually, if you really listen to what he's saying, he's actually saying a whole lot of real, like, true stuff. Like, I, And I, I sat here and thought about it because I've been glued to, like, every word. You know, you know. The thing, no, here's the thing about Kwame Brown, and I finally figured it out. He, his whole thing is, look. We've all done some bad shit in our life. Of course. We've all made mistakes. Absolutely. However, we should get to these kids and let them know 
that these mistakes you can't overcome these mistakes you can't overcome these things absolutely and don't don't pretty much his whole thing is to these kids do as i say not as i do like look i know i'm doing some stuff i've done some stuff you know i've been around people that have done some stuff but at the end of the day we need to make sure these kids don't do none of the dumb shit that we did and, and I can respect that, and I can understand that. Absolutely. And I hope that people see that in his message and not just, oh, well, this is just some bitter basketball player or some guy that curses a lot. And uh, <laughs> Nah, if you, if you only listen to someone and only paying attention to the language and not what they're saying, then it's clear that you don't understand, you just don't understand, you know, you don't understand, like, messages and things. Uh. We, Pretty much. We make mistakes. We are going to make mistakes that we regret. But the biggest thing is we are not we are not our mistakes. We're not defined by those. Of course. We're not defined by those. And I think that's what he's saying is that we're not defined by these mistakes. However, don't bring up these things unwarranted. Because when they brought him up, I mean, they brought they really kind of shitted on his name for no reason. Like if we really want to be honest about it. Absolutely, I, I mean, well, granted, I mean, when you when you sucked at the NBA standard, and yeah, but see, the thing is, people call him a bust, but there's people that had worse NBA careers than him, but he's given that standard because of his connections to Michael Jordan, and it's sad that his connections to Michael Jordan created this thing where now he's like, I don't say a la- well, yeah, a laughing stock because of Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, which. I mean, it's a fair it's a fair thing to say. because uh, he 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 wasn't good. Yes, he wasn't good, but he he wasn't good. But his whole thing is, look, I have I'm not doing anything. Nobody, I did my time in the league, and I'm living my life. Why are y'all bringing my name up in a negative light? For what? What did I do to y'all? Because it's you can get that joke off. Yeah, but you would feel some type of way at that joke. Why would I feel some type of way? Because if you played 12 years in the league and they made it seem like you just were non-existent at all in the league, you will feel some type of way. Like, uh, excuse me? Like, you, especially if one was your teammate. Because it's like, dude, I know you. Like, you know me. So why are you, you know me, you know, you know, what I was going through at whatever time. So why in the world do you think it's cool to shit on my name for no reason? You wouldn't appreciate that. No, but you know what? That's when I think you have to grow a thick skin. But you if you've to- been getting shitted on for 20 years, bro, thick skin my ass, especially if you're someone that you have a platform to be able to get your shit off and come back and say, well, nah, uh-uh, I'm, you're not going to talk about me like this anymore. They ain't, uh-uh. You need to show, you need to just, you need to respect me as a man. Even if you don't, you know, want to admit to me being a good player, you think I was a bad player, cool, but you're going to respect me as a man no matter what. Absolutely. And I can agree with that. Absolutely, but there. I mean, when you. I mean, you. When it's an easy joke. When it's an easy joke. Um, it's it's easy to get it off, especially when you're getting. So is it at, an easy joke because he didn't average twenty, uh, twenty points a, a game in the league? Is that why it's an easy joke? Absolutely, and he didn't do anything. Like literally, kid you not. It, they showed the the eighty one point Kobe game, and shout out to Kobe again. Uh, they they showed that, and he was like, "Yo, you know how many you, you know how many screens and stuff like that I said, bro." The motherfucker was just standing there, bro. And I still haven't understood why people have not heard that clip and been like, and understood the satire in that clip. 
I, was it really? Was it really? Yes, a, it was very satanic. Oh, okay, right. If you list, like, did you listen to him say that? <laughs> My point exactly. He said it on it. He was like, "Yo, bro, they, they, nah." It sounded but he, like, and it then was, after it was that, real. he said, "Well, he scored. He shot all the shots and he scored all the points. Ain't that what y'all came to see?" I'm, but it, was he right when he said that? No, you're absolutely okay, right. Then. You're absolutely right. But it's. It's I don't know I don't I, I like it's hard to I don't know I just feel like you don't you shouldn't throw you shouldn't throw him under the bus but when he's the butt of the joke and everybody can laugh about it and it's people that are credible it's people that are credible credibly speaking about it. Jesus Christ I, I butchered the whole English language right now um I butchered the whole English language but when they're speaking about him bro. And they, they but have, you're talking these names about, have weight. But you're talking about two people, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. Because there's the been two greatest but players been, of all time. There's been two uh, missing LeBron. Bro. But there's other players that are coming out saying, Well, nah, he really wasn't that bad. Like, y'all people made him out to be that bad because he was a scapegoat. Because cause Jordan is a shitty executive. People don't want to talk about that. Well, no, Jordan's absolutely a shitty owner. I'm not gonna say that that Bobcats or Hornets, whatever. Like I'll never understand why he drafted Michael Kidd Gilchrist over Brad Bill, and uh, there was some other people. I don't even remember the year, but why he drafted Michael Kidd Gil? Michael could get uh Michael. He see his name is same as Gilchrist. He can't even shoot. Like and it was known like he had no form of a jump shot. And I'm when I say no form, I mean literally he had no form, and he drafted him second overall. Crazy, it, crazy. We've well, I, if you want to talk about crazy, please let's not talk about draft picks, because let's realize that Portland missed out on two of the greatest fucking people ever to. But context, but in the context of the time, they made the decision that was actually best for them. And people want to talk about Greg Oden. Greg Oden would have, when Greg Oden played, he was killing. Fuck Greg Oden. He was killing. His I, body just didn't hold up. I, I said what I said. Damn it, he didn't. And that's why you never hear him brought up under bus. Every time someone brings him up and say talk about buses, oh, well, you know, if the injuries wouldn't have got him. And it's like, well, I mean, he did play. I mean, by the logic of people, well, if you played. You and you didn't produce your bus, no matter the circumstances. That's people's logic. Yes, yes. If you didn't, you and didn't to reach me, your that full logic. Po- is not fair because everything has potential. context. If you didn't reach your full potential, your bus. But everything has context. We can't speak on things without context of things. Because if you speak on things without their context, you can get any interpretation out of them. Anthony Bennett, bus. By the standards, yes, he is a bus. But I mean, he what? He what? He lasted what? Three years, maybe. He played for Cleveland, what, two of them? And then he played with... uh, Minnesota for like a half a year. And that was garbage. Right. Now, someone like him, I mean, am I going to sit here... Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is in the bus. Bus. Yes, he is. Andrew Wiggins averaged 20 points a game multiple times. Okay. And Andrew Wiggins also also plays on a... Well, he played on the sucky mill. (laughs) So why don't people people talk about that? If you get put... Into a situation but where you're sent like to a bad a organization, fuck, would you care if you play for the worst team in the league? Yes, and I you're would getting to get ass better. Beat? 
I would want to get better. Me, okay, bro. Devin Booker played for the have fucking you, Suns before Sean, CP. Have you ever have you ever listened to NBA players talk about when they play for like really bad teams? I don't. When I say a bad team, I don't mean a team that was like tenth in the West. I mean yes. a bad team that was like yes. that lost like twelve games. Yes. And the one thing that you always hear with them all say is, well, you know, at first we thought we had a chance. You know, we played and it'd be nice what we feeling and we playing good. But then it would just be the little things at the end that would always screw us. It was just like, damn, like what in the world? It's okay. All right, we're, we're gonna take this. We're gonna take this from a different top because I swear to God, because I'm like, bro, you look at players like Devin Booker. Devin Booker played on the fucking worst. That motherfucker was seeing. Yes, but, he's still but, seeing double teams but now. He's, but the funny thing is, you see someone like Devin Booker, he was in a situation where he was the man the whole time, and he was in a good situation for him. But if he got drafted to a situation where, let's say, for instance, he was drafted to the Lakers when they still had Kobe, he would have been nice, but the situation wouldn't have been... He wouldn't have been able to do the same things that he did in Phoenix. So that's like, so you're saying that's like a Julius Randle, Brandon Ingram, Jordan Clarkson situation? Yes. Okay. I, I, think, I, didn't, I, think, I didn't throw Lonzo in there because Lonzo suck. We're not going to discuss. Lonzo doesn't suck. Let's get that okay. out the way right now. Lonzo. It, it's a shame Alonzo your younger suck. brother comes in the NBA and plays better than But you. we all knew that the younger brother was going to be better in the first place. That LeVar said from day one. The one that you need to watch out for is Lamelo. He said that day one. He was yes, like, but "My other boys are good, but Lamelo is the one that you that's gonna be the real problem." Yeah, because Lamelo has a drive. He wants to fucking win. He motivated to win. Well, once again, when you get put in a situation where it's literally losing after losing after losing, you become you become a player that people look at as, "Oh, well, you know, how much does he really want to win?" But I mean. When all you know is losing, it's kind of hard to be motivated to win. Okay. But especially when, if you have that chance to win, it gets uh, thrown right from under you. Because I guarantee you, if what the Lakers should, I bet your ass that the Lakers wish they traded uh, Kuzma instead of Alonzo right now. I bet your ass they do. I don't know. I bet your ass they do. Cool. Yeah, Kuzma's shit. Because as much shit as people talk about Alonzo, when Lonzo's on the floor, his team is always better. It don't matter if he's playing for the Lakers or New Orleans. The team is better. And you can look up the numbers for that shit. The numbers are there. What? When the Lakers, when he was on what? the Lakers and LeBron got hurt, the Lakers were staying afloat. It was when Lonzo got hurt that they fucking... Because they didn't have a point that they No, but I'm saying when Lonzo got hurt, that's when they sunk and went off a cliff. Yeah. And they was like, oh, no, we got to get rid of all we, of them. We don't have nobody handling the rock. Either, but it had, but it has nothing to do with that. It's about your energy that you bring on the court. That's why someone like Lamelo is such a great player because a place like Charlotte, he's motivated he, to be better. But it's not about being motivated. Sometimes it's about the situation that you're in. Are you with a group of guys that want to win? But motivation are you is with a group of guys? Are you with a group of guys that are worried about winning, or are they worried about? Oh, I gotta look good. I gotta get my contract. Motivation is what drives you, though. Yes, but everybody's motivations aren't to win. That's what I'm saying. And if you think everyone's motivation is to win, you're kidding yourself because aren't, that's not true. Aren't you motivated to win in life? 
Yes, and, uh, but, and your but I'm own, not talking your own opinion, like right, your own but aspect winning, of what but winning, winning looks but like. But the goal of the sport isn't winning at life. The goal of the sport is winning the game. Yes, but I'm saying I'm, you win at life the minute that you sign the contract. Winning at life is that comes with the game. I'm, There's I'm, no I was talking about in general, but you, you, I mean, if you're talking about I'm motiva- talking about, yeah, I'm talking no, about if the you're game. talking about if you're talking about NBA motivation, bro, the motivation is to win the NBA championship is to get better and be. Oh shit! Now I'm I'm that guy. Right, like, but I'm, I'm telling. But team. what I'm telling you is not every player has that motivation. Uh, there's a lot of players that their motivation is yo. I gotta just get my money. That's all I need. I I just want to get paid. If I win a championship, cool. If I don't, whatever. It's not going. It's not going to find me. What's going to find me is the fact that I played in the league and I made all this money. And I was able to provide for people. Absolutely, and I think that's where great players like Melo fell into. Melo was focused on the bread instead of focusing on the the W. Because if he really wanted to win when he when he had that uh, when he was a free agent, he would have went to Chicago or he would have went to, uh, and that was when Derrick Rose was healthy, uh, well some, somewhat healthy. But he would have went to Chicago or he would have went to a Miami. Shit, he would have fucked around and took a pay cut and went to wherever Braun was at. I got mo or whatever niggas want. Anyway, so um, we're about to close out the first episode um, and just kind of say, you know, what we want this podcast to be, say how, you know, we want this podcast to be something that's entertaining, but we also want to be um, informative. We want to create positive messages for people and, you know, just something thought provoking. I'm going to be hella politically incorrect. I'm letting you know that now. Like I was saying, we want people to, <laughs> we want everybody to feel good listening to this podcast. We want everybody to feel welcomed, and absolutely, we think that um, no matter race, gender, right, no matter race, gender, what you've been through, your, your sexual preference, right, I don't give a shit. Right, we don't care about none of that. We want you to listen, be entertained, want you to feel good, and we gonna we gonna get down to it. We gonna talk. We gonna be real. We gonna be honest. We gonna you know speak on issues. Like Sean said, there may be times where we are a little politically incorrect. Little, it, I'm going politically to be incorrect. Big, that's, that's the proper way you say it. <laughs> Big politically incorrect. Yeah, see, he's he's doing all that. I'm not gonna say all that, but um, <laughs> you got to put a curse button by me because it's gonna be. But either way, we are gonna be honest and we are gonna tell the truth and how we feel, and um, you know, we're open to all feedback responses, and you know, you're just gonna hear that from us. You're gonna hear from our friends. Um, we gonna have friends on, have family on, maybe. It's gonna be a good, 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 good time going forward, and we are gonna bring this out to you every Tuesday, right? I mean, if our schedule permits it, you know, of course. Know, you know, we still are working permission. adults. We Jesus. Have, but yes, every yeah. <laughs> Tuesday, every Tuesday. This adult life is every, real. Every Tuesday, we're going to get a new episode. Uh, and, you know, we're going we gonna to give it to you. So, uh, X going to give it to you. <laughs> yes. To, yes. Got, <laughs> Rest in peace, him. Rest in peace, him. Uh, I'm wearing a shirt. Rest in peace, Shad Gaspard, also. This was oh, this week was the anniversary facts. of his death. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a shirt. Oh, God. Yeah, um, R.I.P. King. Yeah, yeah, he deserves to be praised. That's why I bought this shirt. Um, yeah. because he was you know, gonna save his son. Right, too. That right. Was, yeah, that was some real yeah. Shit. You know, he he deferred his life for his son's life. I and, respect that. And this shirt was made for him in his honor, and all the money, and the proceeds from the shirt go to his family. And Absolutely, I, as and I should. think that that's a great thing. You know, make sure that the kid, that his son, can still live the life that he was living. You know, with his dad, because it seemed like his dad was his world, and he was he was definitely uh, the world to his dad. So. Shout out to him. Rest in peace. Rest in peace.
Um, and for y'all that don't know who that is, that's a wrestler. He's, crime yeah, Tom. Shout crime Tom. Shout JTG also. Yeah, also. Yeah, but they were from the bad part of New York, Brooklyn. That's a conversation for another day. <laughs> but anyway, so how we like to close out the sh- how we like to close out the show is what we call stuck in our head segment, which is pretty much going to be whatever's on our mind, whatever we want to get off our chest. We let it have it. And Sean, you, oh, you, you have I was gonna say you can have the honors of being getting the first one. First one? First one. Um, something that I read the other day, it says your hardest times often lead to the greatest moments of your life. Keep the faith. It will, it will all be worth it in the end. So keep believing, keep manifesting, keep just having that dream alive. It's going to work out. I promise you this, these, everything is temporary. All this pain, the, the bad times that you're going through is temporary. Good time. It's contradictory. Very, but it's all temporary. You're going to get through it. I promise you it's going to work out. It's going to work out. Look, sometimes it works out better than you even thought it would. So. Okay. All right. That's a that's a powerful first one. Absolutely. I think that that's a great one. I think that um, we definitely want everybody to have their, their mind right, their motivations right, and their spirits right. And that they're always going to be in a good place because I know it's hard out here, especially now that things are opening up and people are going back outside. They're having to adjust to life post-COVID, which is going to be very, very different. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily say that because a lot of people, I'm beyond with you. A lot of people are acting like this is a, like COVID's done and they just throwing the mask off, but that's, you know, I'm gonna leave that one alone. Yeah. That's a, that's a conversation. That's a long conversation that we're going to have and dive into because I think we both have to make some real serious points about that. I think it really needs, we need, we need an expert on, we're going to try to get an expert on to really talk about, um, COVID and making sure that everybody is prepared for life after COVID. Um, so, uh, well, my stuck in my head is I want to shout out, big shout out, Rory and Maul. New Rory and Maul started, uh, <laughs> started yesterday. Shout out to them, podcast and legends. That's your go-to. Yeah, that's, that's the go-to for sure. Shout out to them. Uh, just want to show them love because they are, pioneer, they are actual pioneers in this, and I think they should be respected as such. And I want to support them brothers, you know, oh, absolutely. regardless, because I think that they do have a space. They are, they're actually very interesting. I, I think they're interesting people on the outside looking in, but like I said, I think that uh, showing them respect and just showing them love because, like I said, they're legends in this game. And I'm probably going to be on that for a week. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your goal. Damn, that was your go-to? Come on, now you're supposed yeah. to follow it with something very... Nah, we, sometimes sometimes the stuck in your heads are going to be stuff that's a little more silly because I think we got to be able to find that balance as people, especially as black people, to find that balance of seriousness and fun because I think a lot of times it's either one or the other. Either, you know, it's serious with somebody being shot by the police or it's fun where it's to the point where it's like a mockery. And I think um, we got to find that balance to be able to say, hey, we got to... Do the motivational shit like you're talking about. But at the end of the day, show love to other people that are doing things that help kind of inspire you. So, oh, absolutely. Give them their flowers. Right. And I want to give them the flowers while they're here because you never know what may happen to anybody in this world. So. Amen. So, anyway, that is the first episode. Sean, you want to plug your Instagram and whatever social media you want to plug? Uh, born center underscore 25 big j cole fan yes and the link will be in the um description box yes um absolutely. if you're on youtube be sure to please like subscribe comment 
Um, if you're on any, uh, if you're on Apple, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review, like, give us some stars, and let us know how you like it. Spotify, please follow us, show love, share. Um, my my social media, both my Instagram, Twitter underscore BP underscore ten. You want to follow the show at What Up Bro Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. All that stuff will be. We're gonna be on Apple Podcasts too. Yes, we're gonna be where all major podcasts are. Okay. And YouTube. Okay. Bet. So we're gonna be everywhere. So there's no reason you shouldn't be listening to us, right? Uh, listen, you better. I better look. I better have all my people supporting. Ah, you shitting me? Right. Oh yeah, I'm talking that shit. You don't support this when this shit blow up. I'm oh, I'm bombing you. What? You gonna change the number on them? Oh, change what? Yo, bro, how you been? Da-da-da. Bro, what? Who I asked you to share this shit. Nine months ago, what's up? Nah, it's over. It's over. It's clip. And then also, not to forget, shout out to my man Buka for the for the theme music for us. Um, his uh, song, uh, track four, our theme song. It will be the description for that will also be in the um, the link for that will also be in the description. So please follow him, check his music out. Um, his Instagram will be on there too. So yes, show him love also. Um, and like I said, every Tuesday we'll be here. Uh, Sean, you want to say your goodbyes before we send off? I holler at y'all. Yeah, be breezy, man. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Peace and love, and we'll catch y'all next week.